thank you for listening to today's episode of JTCast, the official podcast of the Journal of Athletic Training. I'm your host, Luke Donovan. This month, we'll discuss two articles over two short episodes from the recent issue of the Journal of Athletic Training. The first episode will report the findings of a study that examines shoulder strength and range of motion among collegiate softball players. For the second episode, we will explore the findings of a study that aimed to establish normative measures of hip strength in collegiate cross-country runners. As a reminder, the articles discussed today can be found on the JAT website, natajournals.org. And please remember that all content from JAT is open access to all readers, thanks to the funding from the National Athletic Trainers Association. The title of the first article is Shoulder Strength and Range of Motion in Healthy Collegiate Softball Players, authored by Dr. Terry Grindstaff and colleagues from Creighton University. Let's survey the scene. Upper extremity joint injuries are some of the most common injuries sustained among overhead athletes, such as softball and baseball players. The throwing motion subjects both the contractile and non-contractile tissues to repetitive high stresses resulting in a continuum of microtraumas, which in turn can lead to injury. Studies have reported chronic changes to the glenohumeral joint range of motion of the throwing arm relative to the non-throwing arm. Commonly, the throwing shoulder has increased external rotation, decreased internal rotation, decreased horizontal adduction, and decreased total arc range of motion. Glenohumeral internal rotation deficit, known as GERD, is a classification that corresponds with the dominant arm having an increase in external rotation and a decrease in internal rotation. GERD and the other adaptations to the range of motion likely occur naturally due to the sport. However, these asymmetries in the shoulder range of motion may contribute to pain, decreased performance, and injury. In addition to range of motion, changes in strength between limbs are also common among throwing athletes. Literature consistently suggests the throwing arm to have greater internal rotation strength when compared to the non-dominant arm. A balance between external and internal rotation strength helps dynamically stabilize the glenohumeral joint during the throwing motion. Although a cutoff score has not been determined, injured individuals often have a lower external to internal strength ratio in their throwing arm when compared to their non-dominant arm. Measures of dynamic strength using the upper quarter Y-balance test have also found that individuals with a history of shoulder injury completed shorter reach distances when compared to non-injured athletes. Despite the clinical utility of both glenohumeral rotation range of motion and strength measures, there is limited information of these measures, particularly strength, among female collegiate softball players, as most of, most of the aforementioned literature has been reported among baseball athletes. Therefore, the purpose of this study was to determine between limb differences in shoulder range of motion and strength in healthy collegiate softball players. During the preseason, 23 healthy Division I NCAA collegiate softball players participated in this study. Participants had range of motion, isometric strength, and dynamic strength of both the dominant shoulder, or the throwing arm, and the non-dominant shoulder measured. A digital inclinometer was used to measure both glenohumeral external and internal passive range of motion. During each measurement, the humerus was abducted to 90 degrees and the elbow flexed to 90 degrees. External and internal rotation isometric strength were measured using a handheld dynamometer in a similar fashion as the respective range of motion measurement positions. In addition, strength was also measured during full shoulder abduction or an eye position, 
135 degrees of shoulder abduction or a Y position, enduring horizontal abduction or a T position. Dynamic strength was assessed using the upper quarter Y balance test during three different reaching positions. Participants had an average of 12 degrees more external rotation in the dominant arm relative to the non-dominant arm, and 12 degrees less internal rotation between the same arms. Total arc of motion between sides did not differ. No differences were present between limbs for any of the shoulder isometric or dynamic strength measures. The findings of this study suggest that range of motion and strength performance differs between limbs for throwing athletes, maybe sex or sport specific, considering that this study only observed between limb differences between external and internal rotation, while other studies that examine male baseball players commonly report asymmetries across all measures. Future research continue to expand these normative shoulder range of motion and strength data for female collegiate softball players to better develop or refine injury reduction and training programs. In the event of an injury, given the total arc, isometric strength, and dynamic strength reported to be relative symmetric between arms, in the absence of baseline data, the non-injured limb may serve as an appropriate benchmark or goal. Well, that's it for today's JAT cast. Please remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can find out more information about upcoming podcasts and other JAT events on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at JAT underscore NATA. Thank you for listening and keep a lookout for our next JAT cast episode.